Well, today we're going to shift gears a bit. Kind of like last week, we finished the spirit detox by looking at Psalm 139. This week, we're going to finish the soul detox week looking at another psalm. What I'd love for us to find is rest for our souls. We spent three days doing some really difficult soul work, and you might still be very much in that work, but I want to at least show you how to take your soul on a vacation. Do you ever come back from a vacation more tired than when you left? Sometimes we try to find rest for our souls, but it's like we cannot find it anywhere. The psalm we'll look at today shows us why we cannot find rest. The deepest reasons we cannot find rest are these. We want what we can't have. We don't know how to stop. We are not sure where we're headed. We are afraid. We don't have enough. And we are unsure about the future. If you feel those things, you cannot find rest. You might be able to escape for a moment, but you can't find rest for your soul. And what I'd like to do together is take a look at one of the most famous chapters in the Bible, Psalm 23, and see how we can find rest. This is not just a popular sentimental psalm. It's powerful if you do the six things it mentions here. So we'll do two today, two tomorrow, and two on Saturday. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Every one of those needs we just talked about, they are all met in Psalm 23. We cannot find rest for our souls because we want what we cannot have. When you find yourself wanting what you cannot have, and your soul is not at rest because of that, God has an answer. The answer is to put confidence in your shepherd. The familiar words of Psalm 23, 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Shall not want means you will not be overwhelmed and driven by the desire for something else. It's easy to be in want. It happens when we compare. Our life is okay. We are content until we see something else or someone else. And then all of the sudden, what we were just happy with, we are now unhappy with because we want what we can't have. And deep down, we know it's not true. Deep down, we know that circumstances do not meet the deepest needs of our heart, of our soul. But we all have those times when we want something and we know we can't have it. It might be a thing, a relationship, a job. It might be time off. We want it. We can't have it. So our soul is not at rest. What can we do when that happens? When that happens, put confidence in your shepherd. We put confidence in the fact that Jesus Christ said, I want to be your shepherd, your guide. I want to be the one who helps you make it through life. If you're going to put confidence in your shepherd, there is a step before this. Before you put confidence in him as a shepherd, first of all, you have to recognize something about yourself. If he's the shepherd, that means you are a sheep. I am a sheep. 
That's obvious, isn't it? But it's like the young Christian boy who said, but I don't want to be a sheep. Most of us want to be the sheep dog. We want to be the one that tells all the other sheep what to do. We want to be in control of our universe. We want to be independent and self-reliant. But we are sheep. Some would say sheep are dumb. It's not that they're dumb. It's that they are dependent. In the great humor of God, when he made sheep, he knew that one day in the Bible he was going to compare us to sheep. And sheep are very dependent animals. In fact, an independent sheep is in trouble. A sheep cannot make it on its own. It needs the shepherd to protect it from its enemies that are stronger than it. It needs the shepherd to protect it from its environment. God says, I am the shepherd, you are the sheep. God knows us. He knows how independent we can be. He knows how we can live our lives without him if we want to. But he also knows he made us to live in a relationship with him. Sheep cannot be left without care. Have you ever heard of something called a cast sheep? It's a heavy, fat, or long-fleeced sheep that will lie down comfortably in some little hollow or depression in the ground. It may roll on its side slightly to stretch out and relax, and then suddenly the center of gravity in the body shifts, so when it turns on its back far enough, its feet no longer touch the ground. Then it begins to feel a sense of panic and starts to paw frantically. Frequently, this only makes things worse. It rolls over even farther, and now it's impossible for it to regain its feet. It's on its back, its feet flailing in the air, and it can't get up unless the shepherd comes by and helps it up. That's how the sheep is dependent on the shepherd. Sometimes a sheep is more intelligent about this than I am, than we are. The sheep on its back, it can't get itself right. The shepherd comes by and allows the shepherd to get it right again, to get back on its feet. A sheep in that situation will suffocate. It will die if the shepherd doesn't help it. But sometimes when you and I get in one of those situations, we're fat, we're fleecy, we get in a comfortable spot, we roll on our back, we're trying to make it on our own, get things done on our own. Jesus, the shepherd, comes by and says, can I help you? And what do we say? I can do it on my own. I can do it in my own strength. Jesus, I know you can help me, but just let me try a little bit longer my way. If I can do it on my own, I'll feel better about myself. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If you flip that, it means every time I'm in want, at that moment, at least the Lord is not my shepherd, something else is. Something else is guiding my life in that moment. But when the Lord is my shepherd, I am dependent on him. It satisfies the want need in my life. Put your confidence in your shepherd. That's one of the ways to find rest for your soul. What do you do with the second one? What do you do when you don't know how to stop? A lot of us don't. We just keep going and going and going until we finally realize I'm worn out inside. What do you do when you don't know how to stop? You go to green pastures. Psalm 23, 2, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Many of us don't know how to handle it when we get to a green pasture. We're so busy, we're so filled up with the things that we're doing, that when a place of abundance comes into our lives, we don't know how to handle it. We get to a green pasture and say, 
I've got to get that thing mowed. I've got to get that thing greener. I've got to compare my green pasture to other green pastures. If you want rest for your soul, you've got to come to a place where you say, okay, God, I'm going to enjoy this place of abundance that you've given me. We've got to stop running through the green pastures and we've got to lie down, stop long enough to enjoy it. If you're going to stop long enough to enjoy it, that means you've got to stop feeling guilty about the green pastures. And some of us do. We say, God, I don't deserve this. Well, of course you don't. None of us deserve it. But Jesus Christ, in his love for us, has given us many gifts that we don't deserve. So you enjoy what he's given. It's okay to stop, to sometimes stop and enjoy the fact that God has done something wonderful in your life. If you always have to rush off with the next thing, the next prayer, the next project, the next ministry, then you're missing out on what you and I need to give rest to our souls. Augustine said, O God, thou hast made us for thyself, and our souls are restless, searching until they find their rest in thee. You stop and you find rest in him. The rest of this verse says, He leads me beside quiet waters. Quiet waters. Quiet waters are a good place to drink because there you can drink deep. It's difficult for a sheep to drink from a rushing water. And every once in a while in our lives, more often than most of us do, we need to stop long enough to drink deeply of the most important things in life. Let's turn to our prayer emphasis today, which is the military. Romans 8, 38 through 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's pray for loved ones and church members who are currently serving in the military. Pray for veterans who are struggling with wounds, both physical and mental, from their time serving. Let's pray also for military families. 